Welcome to episode 11 of the Real Truck Nation podcast. We talk about factory wheels and we have a not so lightning lightning round. Let's go. All righty, everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of the Real Truck Nation podcast. I'm your host, Forrest, here with the crew, Dustin and Chris. As always, welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thank you. you. So in uh, in just a little bit here, we're actually going to be expecting a a delivery of a new truck. I don't even think we're going to let them know what it is just yet. You could probably guess. I'll check on the socials later. Yeah, yeah, we'll post we'll post on on social later. Um, but uh, pretty it, excited for that. Hopefully, they don't come while we're filming. I was about to say, are they going to come like in the next thirty minutes? Or Who so? knows? That'd yeah, be fun it, though. It'd, it'd be, be great. It'd be a great live introduction. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Get the uh, delivery driver on here, special guy. <laughs> what you bring sure us like What you bring us today? Yeah. But uh, and then we still have uh, we still have our Ram twenty five hundred that we haven't uh, we've still been test fitting stuff on, so I haven't really even got around to building that yet. So we got two uh, two fresh new builds of uh, new model trucks, so that'll be pretty fun. And uh, with the twenty twenty uh, Ram twenty five hundred that we have, we're also just kind of talking about off camera a little bit, um, kind of the first stage of the build that we want to do with that. And uh, by the way, that truck is huge. I think we've already talked about it. So we're going to add uh, probably a leveling kit on it and then go to uh, some larger tires, but keep it with factory wheels yeah. for right now. Um, it has the uh, it has the the black 20-inch Bighorn wheels on it, which I think look great. Mm. So we that, that kind of uh, sparked a, a conversation about factory wheels and kind of when it works to, you know, put that in your... Uh, you know, put that with aftermarket uh, tires and, and lift your truck, but keep your factory wheels and um, how some factory wheels just look really good. And, and, you know, they don't have a lot of offset if that's not what you're looking for. And you can save the money by, um, you know, just just getting the tires. And I think it'll work really well on that on that particular truck. Yeah, you can definitely do a lot with just a tire upgrade on those things. Leveling kit and tires. I mean, that way you're not having to deal, you're not, you don't have the big question mark above your head about, you know, whether you're going to rub, if it's going to fit or not. Right. Because you're getting a lot more clearance, just the fact that the... You can fit a bigger tire. Yeah. Yeah, than you, than you would a lot of times. The wheel's going to stay under the fender, so you're not having to worry about it at quite as much. Right. Yeah. And it can still feel, look really good. Yeah, I feel like that's a... I mean, it's definitely a look. I feel like it's better, the more aggressive the tire, the better it looks. Agreed. Because um, yeah. there's definitely, you know, there's definitely the crowd out there that, you know, will even, you know, they will lift the truck, but still stick with, you know, the pizza cutter tires on like factory wheels. Yep. And it looks really good. There's a few guys who have, that, I, that I've seen around um, the 11 through 16 uh, F-250 body style. You could put a leveling kit on that. Sometimes even like actually lift it. Factory uh, factory wheels, and they put Nitto mud grapplers on it. Super aggressive tire, and mm-hmm. it looks super good. Yeah, it yeah. looks really good. I think. I feel like the full size. Well, specifically the like the diesels, like that yeah. world. Yeah. Um, I feel like those trucks pull that look off a lot better. Because also they can accommodate a, such a large tire, even with just a leveling kit or even right. factory size. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so for the Ram, we're we're yeah. putting a leveling kit on in 37s, 37s, which is going to wow. be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be <laughs> awesome. So, and then also, I mean, most of your, your new body, uh, trucks are going to come with twenties factory, which man, that's, that's a pretty big wheel. And then you have almost every aftermarket tire is made for a 20. So you, you know, options are endless. Um, but, uh, it, I, we, we are also kind of talking about how in more recent years, I feel like truck makes and models have so much better factory wheels than they used to. They put a lot more design effort mm-hmm. 
time and money into developing really nice wheels. And now, I mean, just take your F-150, for example. There's got to be, I should have counted it, actually. There's got to be six wheels, five or six wheels that you can get on an F-150. Like, <laughs> there's a there's a lot, depending on what package you get. And, and then even when you get a particular package, you have options within it. And then they'll take the same wheel and they'll have it in chrome they'll have it in like a a, mil, a black milled look you can get it in all black and then yeah. for their king ranch it'll be like kind of like a brushed and then with like tan inserts all out of the same wheel so it's like i think it's really cool when they do that uh because they can they can just you know fit it to the truck so nicely yeah yeah it's just it's another degree of customization that like you can just get straight from the factory then especially with so many options and i like the fact that they're doing the the paint match stuff they're not yes. just keeping it to us to a simple black or a simple chrome right like yeah, there's a lot, a lot of like, like milled face with yes. you know the rest of it being powder coated yeah. or something like you would that. almost never see that before <clears throat> in in other in other trucks um yeah they would just be they would all typically be chrome or yeah. like a silver finish but um i even like the ones that are all black ford's doing it mm -hmm. uh ram does it quite a quite a lot and they do they do a good job on it and then um i'm actually not even too sure if if uh gm does a black factory wheel they, they have the midnight edition stuff yep yep you're right that's where it so. is so anyway but uh it it really kind of got us <clears throat> kind of got us thinking about what are some of the best truck wheels of all time and maybe some what are some of the, our least favorite ones of all time in truck wheels really as far as i was concerned i kind of only started counting like 2005 and newer because before same, that same here truck wheels were garbage they're all bad they were bad they were all garbage most trucks before 2005 were just all work trucks there was yes. no like they were they were they were 15 16 17s 18s they had no design features to them yeah. at all they all looked like spares they, all, <laughs> they they had no finish to them they they, they they just did not look good at all so i really only kind of started counting in like 2005 and newer because even 2005 had some really good wheels yep so um, let's uh, we'll start with Chris. Well, so I looked at I looked a lot more recently than that. I don't know that I have a favorite factory wheel. I'd always okay. change them. There are some good ones, and I will say that pretty much every brand on the market today has some really good options that would keep me, you know, quote unquote, happy for yep. a while. Mm -hmm. yep. um, you know, if it was a build that I was going to take my time in doing, you know, you could get the leveling kit on there. You could put a more aggressive tire on there and I'd be happy. So, you know, um, like Tacoma, the wheels on the T, you know, the TRD, I think off-road package or pro yes. package look great. And that's yep. that kind of milled face black yep. barrel. Um, if you will, Two -tone Jeep, wheels. yeah, Jeep has a really similar looking wheel the on Rubicon the Rubicon. Wheel. Yep. So, um, and then I also love too, you know, it's again, in kind of the off-road packages like the TRX, and I know that's, you know, a, a halo truck yeah, that no we're, reason. you know, no one's ever really going to buy, but the, <laughs> well, most people aren't going to be, right, right. I should say that. Um, but the wheels that come on that are the new Raptor with the beadlock look or beadlock capable. Mm -hmm. I, I really like that yeah. style. So I, it, it's encouraging and exciting to see that available from the factory. That being said, I'm still taking them off at some point. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, like, it's, it's such a, the wheels say, you know, it's such a personal touch on any build that, That's you true. know, while they can like tide me over for a while, like they're, they're coming off at some point. And uh, a lot of the ones that you mentioned too, I think are really kind of um, taking a lot of, uh, a lot of the, the design aspects of aftermarket wheels. 
that mm-hmm. typically have done really well, and they'll try to kind of imitate those. Of course, I don't really think that they're you know better than any of the aftermarket ones. There's still a lot of great a- aftermarket options, but you would never see that before. But they're they're going through that kind of they'll look at you know aftermarket influences and they'll kind of try yeah. to match those a little bit. But I think those are all really good choices. I will say there is one wheel that's pretty iconic for me, and you guys are going to get tired of me talking about this truck. See. OBS Ford bullet hole wheels. <laughs> if I had, if, if, or when I own a 7.3 OBS, just classic, it is going to be lifted mud trains on those factory bullet hole wheels. Not so that fits, ve- that very fits likely. that truck. I, very I agree with that. And I think that if it's an you iconic took, wheel, man, if it's you took that wheel away from that truck and wanted to put it on anything modern, you'd say that's an awful wheel. I, it works. It, it works, works for, that. for that truck, and there there are exceptions for that. Mm-hmm. I agree with yeah. that. Uh, Dustin, what do you got? I I went like I went to the past, like you okay. like you're saying. I went back to like '05 and stuff just to see like what was out there because I'm thinking like what were the best options back in the day, and one that always stood out that I always remember seeing because I was like, whoa, isn't that like an aftermarket brand on a factory on a factory truck? And it's the. Uh, the Toyota Inky wheels on like the Tundra XS, okay. XSP models. Oh yeah, it always blew my mind that the fact that Inky was making wheels for Toyota and you could get it as a factory option. And okay, the I style even, that actually one didn't even come to mind was actually really nice. That's a good choice. Um, so that was definitely those like, were also twenty twos. They were twenties or twenty twos. I, I, I didn't look up the actual were, size, but I what year, what year it, was it? It was like oh five oh six. It's probably a twenty because that would have been yeah, a huge. Mostly, yeah. Their X so. And I think it was just the XSP model that is the specific wheel I'm thinking of. It was like kind of like a six-spoke kind of thick yeah. mag um, aluminum wheel. Yeah, brushed. It yeah. was. Uh, and for the time, I remember those. You could put, you could definitely those, put tires on those like today, and I would yeah. still put them on a truck. Yeah. Those were crazy at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, besides that, like that's the one that really stood out. Um, besides that, gotta gotta throw back to the SRT10 with the 22-inch wheels. Those are great. Almost so, like a like a slight mesh. So again. Here go Dustin and I on the performance trucks. Those five-spoke Lightning wheels from the second-gen Lightning. Those were good, too. solid wheel. I mean, they carried it across. They're the same as the, uh, or essentially the same as the Cobra at the time. Uh, Oh. And they used it on the uh, similar wheel on the SVT Focus, SVT Contour, the Cobra, and then the Lightning. They all kind of had that same vibe. It's a whole theme. But yeah, the performance trucks, they... uh, they look good, but the Ram, there was it was the biggest wheel at the time, but also it was a nice um it was a cool setup. More of a, a more one. of a street more of a street wheel. Um not so much you'd put a bigger tire on. Although with the the overland style wheels that are out today, it is it is kind of a um a similar look. I will say that mesh though is probably one you keep because that says exactly what the truck is. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it like it's one of like that, with that truck. Yeah, you it's to like go one take of the, those off and put it on a Yep, it's very it's very specific to that truck. It probably wouldn't match anything else. <laughs> yeah. So um, a lot a lot of the wheels that that I like a lot. Uh, so I've owned F250s for a while, and that was always kind of like my thing. Obviously, they've had the same bolt pattern for twenty years. So uh, a lot of guys will switch all those those wheels around because they're all the same bolt pattern. They all fit. They're all yeah. pretty similar anyway. Uh, and I like the wheels that will. They're, they're factory wheels, but when you take them off, they hold value. They're they're priced <laughs> on a used market like aftermarket wheels yeah. because guys who own a, a 2002 will go buy the wheels off of a 2018 and they almost look aftermarket because they're they look they look really good uh, you know on, on a on a big tire or whatever it is. 
And, yeah, and um, I, I did that on my, I had the 2017 F-250 wheels on the excursion. And right. it, it not necessarily that it looks so much aftermarket, but it made the excursion look so much newer. Right. Just having an updated, because that was the O2 Ford wheels that mm -hmm. were just like, Blah. They were, like they no, were one, the, no one thought about this at no, all. Yeah. And the new ones, they only get they only get bigger. The <laughs> yeah. factory wheels on on most all your trucks, especially your heavy duty trucks, only get bigger. So you had a six inch lift at the time. Mm -hmm. Put those twenty seventeen factories on. It actually and it actually fit. It actually like, looked it looked, all right. It looked good because those are already thirty thirty four and change yeah. high from the factory in twenty seventeen. So yeah, things like that I think are really neat. But um, well, popular enough that you know you have all of the probably same size and oversized kind of factory knockoff wheels too. Right. Like, oh, that's you know, a big thing. Yeah. And the, you know, GM, a lot of the Denali yep. packages, you know, they get what I, you'd have to tell me this is not, once it gets above like an 18, I don't know that much about it anymore, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what are they? 22s, 24s, kind of Denali knockoffs. They'll, uh, they'll use the, the, it's actually the, the Escalade snowflake wheels because the Escalade bolt pattern is the same as the 1500. Okay. And those are 22s. So they'll try to take the Escalade Snowflake 22s and put them on Silverados, but then there's the replica Snowflakes, which are you know actually identical. But there's so much of a need for them that aftermarket companies are making the replicas. Yeah, and I actually I wrote the Snowflake down as probably the most popular like factory wheel that people buy aftermarket because you right. can actually get they've made um, they've made replicas in 28 inches for those. <laughs> You can get you can get a twenty eight inch God, stock Chevy it. Snowflake wheel <laughs> and throw it on your uh, throw it on your your leaned out. Well, some of my your, uh, your squatted at uh, fifteen hundred. To run through some of them real quick, some of my favorites: two thousand five through two thousand ten King Ranch Super Duty wheels. Oh, two thousand five was the first year they started getting into the King Ranch, and they have two fifties. And the wheel they came out with was crazy at the time, where it was uh, two tone, but it was kind of like a it was kind of like a brushed chrome, and then it, the inserts, like the inside of the windows and the spokes, was like that tan King Ranch color, mm -hmm. which it, it didn't pop out at you immediately, but you're just like, man, that fits that truck because a lot of them had the tan two tone, oh, uh, yeah. the, you know, on the bottom and around the fender, yep. so the wheel tied in absolutely perfectly. It looked so good. From the factory and even today guys are still buying selling and trading those and throwing them on everything even not king ranches just because they look really neat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh but i think ford did an excellent job with that uh marrying that that two-tone and and uh could really tell it was a king ranch and then they even put the the king ranch squiggle on the center cap <laughs> instead of ford <laughs> yep yep but uh and then the 2015 and newer f-150 sport wheels uh my f-150 is a sport they came on there i was really close just to keeping those they're 20s they're like a gunmetal gray they're just a really clean six spoke but they look really good and still on the used market i was able to sell mine for as much as i bought my aftermarket ones for so that's also a good tip to anyone look at, you know considering going to aftermarket wheels look at how much your factory wheels can sell for used because yeah. some of them actually sell for quite a bit because they're really desirable because again f-150s a guy from what 1990 something yeah. could use my same factory wheels. Yep. You know, so uh, guys with F-150s like the newer the newer styles just because it drastically updates your truck, uh, but you know, still has a, a factory fitment to it. Well, that's so. a that's a kind of the opposite of uh, the Colorado or the Canyon that uses, I think, a six by one twenty bolt pattern that. Yeah. 
I think one other like CUV uses because I sold <laughs> yeah. my factory takeoffs with like 7,000 miles on them. Sold all four mounted on the wheels for like 200 bucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's a guy who got into a wreck and needs new ones or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the guy, guy that right? bought it needed one tire. Oh, and he's just God. like, well, for 200 bucks, I'll take all of them. Wow. Man. So not, it's a not very different market. market. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one is uh, the 2020 Denali 2500 wheels. I just think they look super modern. They look like an aftermarket chrome wheel. I think they look really, I think they look really cool. Normally, not really, I don't think my style, but I think they look really good. Again, I like trucks or I like, I like truck factory truck wheels that match the body lines mm-hmm. of that truck, match the styling of that truck. And they fit, they fit it really well. If you took one of the new Denali's and you just threw it on some 35 inch mud trains on a factory wheel, I think it would look phenomenal. Yeah. See, and that's, that's, one of the reasons I struggled to like come up with some fa- like actual favorites. I mean, there are some good ones out there, but I feel like the factory wheels, regardless of the style, they fit the truck so well, they just kind of disappear to me. Like, That's true. That's nothing necessarily yeah. stands it's, out. It's just, you know, it's like you drive I around. That. I mean, I, on the way over here, knowing we we're going to talk about this, it was like trying to pay a little more attention. I'm like, I forgot everything that I saw on the way over. Cause it's just like, that's eh, a stock <laughs> truck. Yeah. It looks you know, like a stock truck. Yeah, I will say there are some though, the ones that I mentioned, if I saw they're driving down the road with an aftermarket tire on it, I would say, dang, that looks pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I mean, you know? there are some standouts for sure, but just in general, it's like they <clears throat> are almost designed to be inoffensive, like right. acceptable to everybody. So uh, do you have any least favorites? Well, for the same reason that I just said, not really. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I... I if you go back far enough, there were some bad ones um, yeah. for sure. Like, you know, again, kind of looking around the second gen and third gen Rangers had some pretty bad wheels. But I think a lot of Fords had bad wheels back then. Yeah, especially, I mean, you go to the lower the, the lower trim packages, you go to XLs of, of older trucks and they're just, you know, yeah. trailer wheels. But um, I'll, uh, I'll kind of piggyback off of that. Same year, the 2005 through 2007, same as the that had the really nice King Ranch wheels. They also tried, I don't know if they just tried kind of doing a uh, like a throwback and tried to do a retro wheel, but they came out with a bullet hole wheel, which honestly kind of looked like an aftermarket bullet hole wheel. Wasn't that big of a fan because I think that the truck became so much more modern. They were trying to modernize it that they brought it. They, they It looked like a more modern truck. But then they brought back wheels from the 90s, and I just don't think it it fits super well, especially because mm. at the time everyone else was trying to come out with like, you know, uh, more modern looking six spoke wheels, and then they tried to go back to the the bullet hole, and it 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 was a little off for me. Yeah, I mean, clearly a highly you know subjective conversation, but I feel like the only modern vehicles that can pull off bullet holes are Jeeps. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like they can still do it, but any modern truck now just mm-hmm. to me it just doesn't work. And I and I loved and still love those wheels. I mean, I still think the OBS factory wheels and they got the little tiny bullet holes. Yeah. Versus like a Mickey Thompson, like a classic two, I think yeah. is the one the their bullet hole wheel. Mm-hmm. Um but uh was a was an absolute favorite of mine. I wanted them for my truck. My ninety four F one fifty. Um couldn't afford them. I got some free wheels. <laughs> <laughs> they actually they were different. They were uh they were would never be my first pick. And the left and right sides were different, but you would never notice. But they were the solid aluminum wheels, if you've seen those. So no yeah, uh, no holes, no really? spokes or anything wow. like that. And, uh, you know, they had little Allen 
screws around them for you know as like a, a styling thing yeah and like one side i got and it had like 12 and the other one had like 30 they just <laughs> keep two tires on or two wheels on the left two on the right no one will ever know no one ever noticed <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> i wonder if that'll be a trend man uh, it, one side just like different styles on each side yeah like if you can't choose between two different styles just it, go right? with two of each it, it, import world does it you know they'll do one side one color and i mean it's the same wheel generally mm-hmm. one side Different one color, color the, you know black on one side chrome or polished on yeah. the other it's the best of both worlds i don't think i'd like that trend but we it'd might be, see it. who knows it'd be unique i just did it because you know i was mowing grass i was yeah, 17 exactly. years old to try <laughs> you didn't to, have a choice it was out of necessity Listen, yeah. I, yeah i, I yeah. uh i blew my savings on on the swampers and just needed yeah. to get some super cheap wheels to get them mounted but also like you were saying chris too to go back to some some wheels just kind of blend in to the truck so much that they they don't do any they don't add anything to the truck yeah um which a 2007 through 13 uh tundra chrome five spokes just blended in too much i don't know i just i didn't really like them and then the 2007 model like silverado brushed five spokes that came in the 17s and 18s i think they matched the truck well but they just blend they just blend in they add no they don't bring anything to the truck. They don't add any extra design features or anything like that. They're just kind of, you know. That's kind of how I out. feel about, uh, you know, outside of like maybe the higher level trim packages. They just, there's not, there's, I, I told Forrest before you got here. I'm like, I have a very Dustin opinion on this. Yeah. Like, that's it's kind of, it's like, there's not, it's whatever. There's, it's whatever. There's not <laughs> like, there are very yeah. few great ones and there aren't really any bad ones. I definitely think the people that, uh, I don't think I don't know if if either of you guys might not come from circles that care about factory wheels as much, and that being the Ford Group, the Silverado 1500 Group, and the Jeep Group, because they share lug patterns for a really long time. They swap around mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of I mean, between that 20 year span, how many F150 wheels could you swap between trucks? I mean, possibilities are endless. Uh, same with the the F250s and then Jeeps. They change bolt patterns, but Guys will just get adapters or spacers or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. they've still been 2007 through current. Yeah. A lot of insane. guys with older or lower trim package Jeeps picking up factory takeoffs. Yeah. The, for sure. If you got Jeep Rubicon wheels, Ugh. they look great, but just sell them by aftermarket ones. Yeah. You could probably yeah. make money. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason not to, I guess, depends on your outlook on spacers. I'm not a huge fan. Small ones, okay. The big ones, I'm like, yeah. eh. I don't know how. I realize the effect of a super wide wheel and a space are pretty much the same uh, in terms of you know wear and tear. But uh, for some reason, I just to go get, wrong on a like, yeah, just shave. Yeah, there's more lugs to. Be it would be in the back of my mind all the time. Yeah. So that's why I exactly. just go aftermarket. That's why, I like, when I built this truck, I like going. I like knowing I could leave this podcast right now and just decide to drive to California, and I ain't got to worry about it. I ain't got to. I don't have to go, you know what? I should go tighten this first or, <laughs> you know, let me go check this first or whatever. Yeah. Like I just get up, and go drive. And I love knowing that this brings me peace of mind 24 seven because I've all the other trucks I have. I can't say the same thing about. Yeah. I think everyone's been in the position where like, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can drive out of, out of town today. Right. I'm not sure if my vehicle. Will it make ki- it, it, it yeah. killed me. There's a few trips where I say, hey, you know what? You mind if we uh, take your truck? Yeah. Or, like we can't drive, you know, uh, when we uh, went on my, uh, my bachelor party trip, we had to tow boats. Yep. Down to the keys. And my truck, I had that really big F-250 at the time. And I'm just like, eh. Uh, that's same with my, sure. that, and I'm like, we, that's, just, that's just uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, it would have went fine, but it's just like, yeah, it's uncomfortable. We're towing boats and stuff. So I didn't end up driving. You know, we ended up taking other people out. 
Yeah, it's like lower trucks, but it's just mine's tuned. I don't really want to tow anywhere <laughs> close to max capacity anymore because <laughs> yeah. I'm worried about it just sit, you know, yeah. being tuned within yeah. an inch of its life. Where, we got we got a we got a little derailed there, but um, <laughs> so we had a while ago we had that episode with uh, with Clay mm-hmm. and Dust and I. That was super fun. Should have been there, Chris. It's a good but, time. Uh, well, we'll have to have him back for the invite. Try to get a, a, a four a four man podcast. It might be a little busy, but uh, that'd be a heck of a time. We talk to him about the Gladiator and kind of pick his brain on some Jeep stuff. I'd honestly like to learn more about that. Uh, I don't have uh, a lot of hands on experience with it like he does, but uh, we. Uh, we did a little bit of uh, a little bit of talking about what tools and parts to buy uh, to spend your money on and get the expensive ones versus when to cheap out and get the cheap ones because it doesn't really you know that was good that was, that that was a fun conversation yeah I think it was a fun conversation it was, I know it was, I uh, wanted I wanted in I, was, yeah. I listened at home I'm like <laughs> oh they're missing this point. I know you have opinions yeah I, I know Chris has opinions on it and and Dustin's opinions are, are always hilarious on on things like that but. Uh, so uh, we're kind of thinking about it a little bit more, and we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of feedback and engagement from it. So now that Chris is here, I wanted to hit it, you know, hit it with you guys. And uh, we don't have to necessarily go over tools this time because I think we kind of covered covered that pretty good. So we're just going to go over general parts anyway. I was initially just thinking about doing some mods, but I think I expanded past that a little bit because okay. y'all might so have some different opinions on it. Expensive or cheap? Yeah. So I'm going to You're say... You're firing them off to us. Yep. I'm going to All say right. a word. It's a rapid fire round two. Yes. And then you guys just have to say cheap, expensive. You can say high or low if that's easier. Right? So do we have to defend the... Are we doing the same rules you guys did last time where if there's disagreement, we have to discuss it? I, I think, think I think we, regardless, I got to hear it, especially got, if I disagree. Lot, yeah. if, if, we, if, if all of us agree, we go, oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah that's probably a no-brainer, but yeah. I almost doubt that'll happen on any of these. <laughs> um, well, I'll just... I'll. I'm gonna throw this out there. Buy once, cry once, exists for a reason. So I'm I'm just telling you that's, that's gonna phrase. that's shaping my opinion oh, on the subject. Gosh. So I had not okay. heard that before. Well, uh, you never of, heard that. No. Some of these are are wearable, replaceable items. Oh, so that's well. I mean, right? so yeah. I mean, we'll get into some some edge cases, but in general, like why keep wasting your time and money doing it? Over and over again, when you could just you know, I, d- right I didn't, thing I didn't think about this because uh, sometimes with Chris you got a '96 Ford Ranger and you just got to have two different wheels on the left and the right side. <laughs> it was a F-150. That's what <laughs> I didn't think about this ahead of time with Chris King, but I almost now wouldn't be surprised if Chris said expensive for everything. Everything. Because- I tried to think of circumstances actually where I might not. So we'll see if you get. We'll see if you get them. For those who haven't worked with Chris, which I think is n- no one watching this. <laughs> uh, you want Chris working on your car. You want to buy things that Chris King have owned, yeah, has owned because you know they were kept up with very well. There's Loctite on every bolt. <laughs> or anti And anti-seize. Yes, there's a, a very well-maintained, meticulous, does it right, does all the torque specs right, everything. And uh, sort of a perfectionist. You should own an airplane. <laughs> so... I don't I, think I could aff- afford the airplane that I'd want. Because you want to, I want to buy the airplane exactly. for me. That's right. The airplanes I can afford are not owned by guys like me. I don't think. That's that's a yes. They're falling apart. Basically, they're yeah. That's not so uh, yeah, I almost wouldn't be surprised now. Uh, all right, first one, motor oil. There's gonna be a whole I, lot of depends <laughs> for me. 
Like, are you driving a Kia Rio or are you driving a... Do you care about the engine or do you not care about the engine? Is that what it comes down to? So I have, do you I have, really <laughs> want it to last? Well, you had to start with motor oil. That's, that's so <laughs> I wanted good. to start with that. Well, I, I already have two. I'm already going to say both. Jeep. Four liter indestructible motor. Okay. Yeah. Leaks if you put expensive motor oil in you it. I am forced to put cheap mo- motor exactly, oil yeah. in it. Okay. So it depends on the engine. And then, so yeah. cheap, the truck modern diesel turbocharged subject to a much different operating environment mm-hmm. expensive yeah the okay. the exter- what's, what's your expensive oil i mean i have uh, rotella okay t6? t6 of course okay. gotcha yeah no with the excursion it gets cheap but proven rotella t4 because you know rotella is very like it's too it's too if you own a diesel just go ahead and give rotella exactly yeah i was gonna say i don't think it's expensive like it's it's not like ams oil or royal purple but the difference the price difference between t4 and t7 is huge that's why i go with t4 is it is it two-thirds more because i gotta buy i gotta buy two and a half gallons of it every oil change so it's getting it's getting the cheap (laughs) stuff yeah yeah Um, you could double you could double the price you could double the price if uh if you went to t7 probably that would be that would be an expensive oil change yeah, I think I. I How maybe many? Maybe not quarts the lap. Uh, two and a half gallons. So uh, <laughs> that's four, where I got stuck. 14, wait, three and a half? Oh, we're bad at math here. That's why we. I forget how much a seven three has. Someone's gonna cry. What's it's the, no, it's, four, it's fourteen jug is a gallon, right? It's fourteen quarts. So five. Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. What's a lot. A lot. It's a lot. Either way, it's a lot of oil. I don't know if you remember, Dustin. I think it was when I owned a seven three. You got your seven three. We knew a bunch of other people with seven threes, and we were. I was pri- I was seriously pricing out five gallon drums of Rotella <laughs> yeah. because if you got a five gallon drum and then you just got one of the like the the pump handles. What are you talking about? Fifty five gallon drum? Yeah. What did I say? Five gallon. Fifty five. Fifty five <laughs> gallon drum, and we just split it between all of us. Exactly. If you divide it, and they're like, we're that'd gonna be, run through this thing in six months. That'd be great. Because you got to use a lot of oil. Yeah. And you save a lot of money. You just pump it out because sometimes you end up wasting it because it. If you buy the gallons, you only, you only end up using half of one or mm-hmm. less than half, so you can't even reuse it on the next one. It's you got to buy individual quarts anyway. You just buy fifty-five. Also, that'd just be sick, right? In your garage, you have yeah, like fifty-five absolutely. gallon jumbo Rotella diesel. Just, that'd be great. Forest Jiffy Lube. Yeah, come on by. Just pump it out anyway. So yeah. So final so, final thought: newer turbocharged engines, like on my Acura, that's older, but turbocharged. I use turbos, s- synth- synthetic yeah. Pennzoil Ultra or something like that. Yep. So oh, the older vehicle does get the, like, yep. you can go cheap, but you can still get proven. So that's my, yep. that's what I do. Yeah. And then even uh, not uh, gasoline turbo, go synthetic, but you don't have to get royal purple. Just get some, yeah. you know. I mean, I think Pennzoil Ultra is one of the best priced synthetic, full synthetic motor oils. There it is, folks. Oil filter. Expensive. Expensive. Okay, good. Always. We, all, we all agree there. It, you yeah. can go cheaper on oil as long as you go At least OEM expensive. grade or many times better. Yes. It's, try to get it's OEM or Wix for me. Fram yeah. is cardboard. Oh, gosh. Just, yeah, don't do just, that. Yeah, just, just look up some, some uh, oil filter reviews and you'll see why There's you want, really you want good. to go expensive. There's really good YouTube reviews of like independent people that... Yep. Um, anyway, yeah, they, they do comparisons on it. Yeah, you go get P.S. Some, Expensive is like what ten dollars exactly, and that's why you exactly. go expensive because it's, it's 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 a fraction more. Mm-hmm. But you know you ha- you do it how often you know what I mean. But there are people that go no, give me the two dollar one, you know, and it's like no, just. Your so I used to work you. at a quick store. I used to work at Pet Boys, and there was this uh, this older gentleman there. He was probably in his sixties, but he drove a S two thousand. This guy would get I don't know the best oil and the best oil change or and the best oil filter. Oh, okay, 
and instead of and he would actually change his filter multiple times to extend his oil life on the S2000. Well, that's what I don't know if you guys have ever done a used oil analysis with like Blackstone Labs or mm-hmm. anything like that, but they'll they'll tell you to do that. Yeah. Like, like the, they'll you know, analyze, you know, what contaminants are in the mm-hmm. oil, how much it's broken down from its from its original spec. And if it's holding up, they'll say, you know, run it to 8,000 miles and just change the filter at 5. Yeah. That almost could even be an interesting video for us <clears> to do because we got no skin in the game. We don't sell oil. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we can like it doesn't matter. We we could actually do a, a a real truck review on it. Something to think about. Nope. Wiper blades, expensive. Same. Yeah. Okay. I've dealt. You, know, you deal. You deal with cheap for too long. And mine it's, mine are wearing out, and they were squeaking over on the way over. I feel like yeah. I've had them for three months, and it was infuriating. I feel like wiper, and they're ex- they were expensive. We might have touched on this with Clay, but I feel like wipers is a safety issue for me. Right. Right. Like visibility while driving. Spend the extra. Twelve dollars, so worth it, and get the good ones. They last. It pains they last me to. Longer. Sp- it pains me to spend that much money. They can on. get expensive. Yeah, they, can. they really can. But, but I mean, you replace anyway. them what? Yeah. Well, d- too often down here. <laughs> yeah. My OEMs lasted for four years almost before they started to streak wow. and make noise. And that's a long time. Any of these other ones last like six months in Florida. That's what it feels like. Still I never great. changed the wiper blades in my Subaru, and I had it for five years. <laughs> Breaks. Mm, uh, OEM remand for me, so Wouldn't I'm I, not gonna I'm not gonna order anything on Amazon. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna say expensive just because, like, I if I'm gonna change them, I want better performance. So it's gonna put yeah. you in. I'm neutral. Don't buy cheap. Buy at least OEM. Yeah. OEM okay. Grade. Okay. I'm behind that. I've uh, I bought cheap ones before. It's a bad time. Yeah, because uh, you're already putting in, you're already putting in the labor to do it. You're already doing it. You don't want to have to do it again. Mm-hmm. It's not that much more. Also, I mean, really, how you don't have to change them that often. But on maintenance things, sort of like Chris was saying, if I'm going to replace it, I want it to be better than it was. I'm not yeah. just trying to get where I was by spending the money to replace it. If I'm spending the money to replace it, I might, as well, I might as well spend a little bit more and have it better than it was. I'm not trying to, you know. So yeah, you know, so I'm like, I would, even if you go with like the. The budget uh, power stops or... Yeah. No, I, I would... If it is strictly a maintenance thing, you know, trying to get something that is at least on OEM level. But so yeah, that's for, a, that's for people like... That's an expensive like, vote. For people like, like us, I agree with what you're saying. Like, if you do have to replace it, like, if your caliper, caliper goes bad, like, getting a quick, like, uh, toe brake kit, you know? Right. I'll tell I you, too, it's an underrated upgrade. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's a little bit absolutely. more... And you don't even have to go whole hog on the rotors... You know, just mm-hmm. get a good a quality good blank rotor and upgrade the pads. Mm-hmm. And yeah. no one talks about how awesome it is to have like incredible brakes, but it's awesome. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent so agree. You just have to clean your wheels a little bit more usually. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. All right. We're all agreeing on brakes there, especially just for trucks, bigger trucks, bigger wheels and tires, lifts, what have you. Exhaust. Exhaust kits. So I did think about this a little bit and I think it has to do with location. I have cheap exhaust in Florida, completely fine. As long as you like the sound, obviously. You want to get something right. that sounds good. But if I did live up north with Salty Roads, I know these aluminized steel um, exhaust kits can rust out quicker than expected. Because you know, that's one of the biggest uh, price differences within exhaust is, materi- is, the, is the material. Material, big time. And, uh, and I, I'll always get that question, you know, of, of what, which one, you mm-hmm. know, which one do I need? Because uh, 
the price difference can be kind of large sometimes. So. It, can be, it can be huge. It can be from a couple bucks up to uh, close to a thousand, really, just yeah. in, just in a material change. Um, so yeah, go. I think up north because there's there's three hundred four steel, which is the best, and then the four hundred nine steel is kind of like the mid grade. So and the the price obviously reflects the material of it. If if you're up north, if you definitely want to get one exhaust system that's super nice and you're going to keep that vehicle for a while, going with going with an expensive kit probably probably pay you off for sure. Yep. I don't care how much it costs. I'd pick on sound. Pick on sound. Okay. Hey, that's good. That's fair. I mean, if you live up north, you have other considerations. We don't, you know, we don't have to deal with that, but yeah. I it, it's a if you're not happy with the way it sounds, I don't care if it's made out of aluminized steel or stainless. You're gonna, you're not gonna like it. Agreed. So kind of. That's why. I mean, like I said, I went with cheap. That's a tough one. And just, yeah, but I also yeah. have straight pipe on a diesel, so I mean, they're all they're all gonna sound. Pretty <laughs> I was gonna similar. say I've run everything. I've run straight pipes. I've run, uh, you know, AutoZone mufflers. Just like in the Samurai, I just yep. needed a muffler because it yep. was too loud. So I went and picked up. I think it was like a Thrush or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just off the shelf. Uh-huh. I've run MagnaFlow. I've run. Uh, uh, what was it? I think Bassani. I've got AFE now. Ran a lot. MBRP on the Jeep. Wow. I like yeah, the, the inexpensive MBRP kits. I think that that's what's on the Jeep. Real, those are really good. Stainless. Bang for the it was buck. like 140 bucks. <clears throat> yeah. Like really that. good bang for your buck. Is that the, they call that in the, the installer series yes. or something? Yeah. Installer series. Really, actually. really good bang for your buck there. But AL yeah, series. personally, I like to go with uh, less expensive exhaust, especially because I've had diesels in the past where I'm just straight piping it anyway. Yep. So it doesn't. Five inch pipes, five inch pipe. Yep. So I'll just go get the cheapest one of those because they all sound the same, no matter what the material. Because the material doesn't make it sound different, right? It's it's everything else. Not that, that I know. So, not for the uh, pipe. or the MBRP uh, installer series. I got a two point seven now. Might not get an exhaust for it. Might I don't know. I haven't really you know went that far that's, yet. That, that's the one where where sound is going to be priority because it's gonna right. it's gonna be tough to make that sound the way I want the way you want. So because even with the three fives and stuff like that. You know, when you start getting with those turbo engines, I think you might want to spend a little bit more, a little bit more money and get something that's, that's really, you know, dialed in and, and tuned for that engine, not just because it fits it, mm-hmm. you know, so it sounds good, but. Yeah, I definitely have worried less about it with my trucks or off-road vehicles, A, because it doesn't necessarily matter, or B, they all kind of sound pretty good. Yeah. But when I had my SI and when I had my WRX, I stayed up for hours at night listening to sound clips to pick. Well, yeah. you did a good job because <laughs> yeah. that Subaru sounded good. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, good. NVIDIA. Light bulbs. Replacement light bulbs. Tail lights, reverse lights, tag lights. I would... Head, uh, headlights, I, high beams, fog lights. Go cheap halogens or go expensive? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the, I feel like the, the middle ground is, you know, the cheaper LEDs or knockoff LEDs or whatever, and those things burn out like crazy. I don't know. I I don't have much of an opinion. I it uh the headlights are just never what I expect them to be. <laughs> <laughs> you throw in a cheap pair, you're like, uh, I don't know if that was worth it. You throw in an expensive pair, you're like, I don't know if that was worth it. None of them are none of them are satisfactory. Oh, I'm all in on the headlights now. I'm taking after Forest full retrofit on the yeah. Colorado coming. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree and with that's that. going to be awesome. So but that's expensive. I like I like HID conversions. I'm not sure how legal they are and uh. And screw HID. And I, don't, I don't know how legal they are in like non-projector beams or anything like that. But uh, I've been a fan of both my V. Ve- no, do both have HID? No, the Excursion doesn't have HID. Um, the Integra does HID. Them. And uh, and I'm a, I'm a fan. The color, the brightness. Um, 
the fact that they like deal, make a little, deal make a little deal, flicker deal, when you first turn on the warm and all that extra wiring and ballast burnout oh, it's and, barely. and then melting your headlights. That's not even and the, the case. And you got to wait for them to warm up. So you got LEDs, you got a little fan spinning on the back. Yeah, like burn out, and then massive, your light bulb burns like, out. And you're I never have any fans of LEDs. Of, of heat sink. Listen, listen. You got the Puckos? No. Oh. I forget which ones. Uh, Oracles. Uh, not in this one, maybe. I have Oracles everywhere else, except they didn't have it for my headlights. I had to buy it in a different brand of my headlights. Anyway, go LED, least expensive as possible. The difference from what I've seen and the most expensive and the least expensive is not worth the price jump in my eyes. Like, yeah, they're a little bit brighter, but like Chris said, if the cheap ones burn out, I could replace them three times, four times. Yeah, but that's this is a... You don't want to go replace them, but they haven't. They don't. That's see. Also, I keep my trucks for 12 months or less. Yeah. You got, <laughs> you got burned out lights, though. Could get hassled by the cops. Yeah. Not worth I mean, it. It's just safety. So I'd rather, it just, I'd rather just pay the money and not ever worry about it I again. I haven't had Or bad, just bottom of, like, get your $1 halogen replacement bulb. I haven't even had bad bad, lucks, bad bad luck with uh, the inexpensive LEDs. But, I mean, the, the upgrade just to go inexpensive LED, reverse lights, brake lights. I even like some, like, white tag lights. You know, whatever. Think it looks great. Less expensive. But, uh... Teach their own on light bulbs. Yeah, I, think ch- I mean, cheap is fine. They're just, they're, they're whatever. <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything. Light, light bulbs are fine. Tonneau covers. Gotta have them. Uh, Tonos. You buying a... Uh, I would... You buying a Gator Trifold for, for what, two two forty nine? I would or have to... are you gonna to, get a retracts mine would aluminum be, electric? I would do a hard cover, either retractable or that's one of those expensive. hard roll-up. So going pro- expensive. Yeah, I'd, just based on taste, because that's like a taste thing. Like, kind of is. If if you need the There's bare a lot that goes into tonic cover shop. If you need the bare minimum and you don't want something that's, if you need some, I mean, yeah, it's more function. If you need something you can take on and put on and take off quickly. I was gonna say if you're not gonna keep it on there all the time, yeah. go cheap. You can go cheap. People. But yeah. for my for what I would want, I would want some kind of hard folding or hard retractable. If you're like would, most people keeping it on, I agree. I yep. go expensive. Yep. That's a it's uh, worth it. You know. Pay once, cry once, what? So Buy once, cry once. Yeah. That one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, also, because, also like Dustin said, it's sort of a function thing. Like, it mm-hmm. actually increases productivity uh, and efficiency out of my truck. It makes it, you know, easier to use and, and things like that. It comes, it's more feature-rich. The more money you spend, typically, you can get more feature-rich tonneau covers, which are really helpful on my day-to-day bed use. I could say, if you're going to have... A bed full of stuff that you need access to all the time or like that are taller than the bed sides. And that's like, you're going to keep it in sight. You know, if you're working out of the truck and it's going to be in, you know, next to you all day, go cheap. Yep. Because then you can just roll. Because I wouldn't necessarily want the canister in there all the time or I wouldn't necessarily want it folded up against the cab all the time. Mm -hmm. So just get a cheap roll up. Yep. And then close it when I'm not using it. I agree. All right. We're going to do a lightning round here. All right. No, uh, no explanations. No explanations. Okay. Uh, people are just going to judge you. That's the worst part. Is like it is. I can't defend myself. Shocks. Expensive. OEM plus. <laughs> That's not an <laughs> it can't option. Can't be your answer for everything. That's it? expensive. OEM is expensive. okay. Yeah. It's expensive. Okay. Not not cheap. They go okay. bad and they don't ride good. Ball joints, front end parts, tie rods. Expensive. I, expensive. I'd, I'd buy cheap, but expensive is the, <laughs> is, is the right call. 
foul is worse. I, I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. I just can't advise everyone you should definitely buy expensive. I don't. I don't. <laughs> just get expensive ones, though. Because I've replaced them so many times. Batteries. Expensive. Cheap. Okay. We're calling cheap. Okay. This one I'll allow a little bit of uh, explanation on because it's kind of hard to do a, a lightning round on, on this, but uh, I saved this one for last. Tires. Yeah, that's a that's a deep breath. That's a cheap, deep breath. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, I knew it. Cheap tires. I know it. You've had good success. I've had success, and and I've had I've known many people with success. This is what I tried to prepare for. Actually, I figured you knew it was coming. I knew I knew it's it was probably coming. the most talked about because people people budget shop tires. They're expensive. Man, there are a lot of variables in that. I will say the cheap tires. I don't like. I I tend to buy like you know the big brand stuff, if you will. Um, that being said, I think a lot of the more budget-friendly tires are much better than they used to be. Yes. Yeah, ask me yeah, that, for sure. ask me that like five-plus years ago, and no way would I even consider buying some If you had tire. someone you loved in that vehicle, cared about in that vehicle, you, know, you wouldn't want to drive on the cheap and, ones. Nowadays, and yes. so I'll say expensive, but I'm like warming up to the idea of... And Clay, Clay made that same point when we were talking about tools. You know, he was talking about these, you know, knockoff tools that you know that are coming out of factories fast as cheap replacements have gotten a lot better yeah over the past five to ten years and that's the same thing with the with the I, cheaper tires i personally well. i like expensive tires just because it's i i like knowing that you know i have that extra support behind them they tip they last they last a lot longer i don't have to change them out as often um and uh i just if i could spend a, a, a if i could spend more to maybe possibly ride a little bit smoother i'm going to spend that money to you know roll the dice on that but i have bought cheap cheaper tires cheaper brand tires had great success with them i'd do it again i'd advise somebody to do the same if they're you know budget shopping tires like oh i don't know if i want to pay this much for one of the top brands spend a little bit less because some of those uh, yeah let's say they don't last as long you could replace them twice (laughs) for the same price as buying one of those you know those other ones so you can change setups or whatever but uh, yeah, I'm definitely. I would yeah. just advise you to not spend four thousand dollars on wheels and then get the cheapest tire. Possible. Right. Yeah. Try to try to spread that budget be, there around. There should be a, a certain bit. ratio on your wheel to tire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yep. save some money on the wheels, get the better tires. You don't have to worry about it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all pretty right. good. Uh, pretty good closer there. So, all righty, everyone. Well, thanks for watching episode eleven. Uh, we'll be back uh, two weeks for episode twelve. Stay tuned. Thanks.